are back. We are here for the World Cup preview show. I'm joined by some special guests this evening. We are here for match day one. The World Cup is kicking off tomorrow morning, 3 a.m. here in Australia. I'm joined by Sidenet, uh, Peterson and Quentin from FPL Amateurs of Oz. Now, listen, we're going to have a bit of a World Cup chat. We're going to chat a little bit about the fantasy for World Cup, but we are just going to, you know, just get around the World Cup vibes. We've already got a guy at the Fan Fest already with Quentin. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been on the rave all day, enjoying a, a few beers outside the stadium, not inside the stadium. Non, uh, non-alcoholic, Q, of course. Oh, he's all about the zeros, this guy. Q, how are we, mate? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? I'm absolutely pumped for this World Cup. It's only been, you know, four years since the last one. So, yeah, absolutely pumped. Yeah, feeling really good, mate. Obviously, England have uh, you know been making some great progress over the last couple of years. You know, with it, uh, the Euro semi, uh, Euro Grand Final, we also did the uh, World Cup semi final as well. So, yeah, buzzing to be here and uh, with you boys on the pod. Even the Socceroos are joining us as well. Q. No, you're lucky that uh, the Socceroos aren't in Europe, mate. Otherwise, you might have a bit of competition for the European Cup. So <laughs> you could be in the Commonwealth, mate, but not in the not in the Euros. <laughs> But uh, we're also joined by, uh, like, as I mentioned, FPL side net Peterson. Uh, joined us for one of the first, like, it's been a, it's been a while since uh, I think you. Is it your this, debut on the FPL Addicts? I'm popping my cherry tonight this on the it. on the Addicts pod. So I love it. Who, who better to do it with this this marvelous threesome of you two? That's it. Well, it's a bit of a celebrity lineup. This I feel so. I'm <laughs> delighted to bring you both onto uh, onto the podcast together and, and celebrate the World Cup. But yeah, Peterson, it's been uh, it's obviously great to have you on and. We're uh, all too familiar with with the FPL social and, and chatting on there, and obviously, look, big fan of the podcast as well, mate. But you're, you're buzzing for the Socceroos to be uh, in the World Cup and competing, yeah. maybe, or maybe yeah. not competing. I, I, <laughs> well, who knows? Like Quinton is very he he's up and about. He he thinks we're we're top in the group at the moment, but maybe I'm not that confident. But I'm really looking forward to just absorbing myself in football <laughs> for the next month and. I might have to go see my family once once in a while just to make appearances, but yeah, it's all football. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is it is the takeover. What four four weeks of World Cup action? Uh, like I said, it's kicking off at three a.m. tomorrow. Um, Qatar in that you know it's it's strange. Obviously, we all, we're all aware it's very strange that the World Cup is being hosted there, and um, you know, and everyone's had to say about it, but. Do, like what? What do we think about it? Like, I don't know, the, the stadiums that have been built, the infrastructure—it's different. It's, it's not. It's obviously November. Um, very, you know, first time ever World Cup's kind of been hosting this kind of period, I believe. Um, is it? Has it been a big disruption, or do you think it's still welcome? Uh, Q. Um, <clears throat> I might just say one good point. Okay, say a couple of um, positives and then a couple of negatives. Go on. A couple man. of positives. Uh, we're going to get players <clears throat> peak fitness because it's. Usually they say they start to hit the straps halfway through the season. So we haven't quite got halfway through the season and now we've got a World Cup. So you've got players that have had, you know, 15 weeks of football under their belt. So they're coming in fit. Usually it's in the off season. So players are winding down and then going to the cup. So I guess that's a positive. And um, it seems like it's a bit of a party vibe as well. Speaking to uh, D10 football, um, he said that it's all the stadiums are all in amongst each other. So you can almost go to all three games if you really want to, because it's not that far of a distance. So I sort of created a bit of a, like a fan fest, I guess, because it's all sort of the same area. You've got lots of areas that you can go watch the games yeah, outside nice. the stadium. So, but then, yeah, obviously um, in the middle of the year um, disrupts every single, you know, league of relevance in the world just to host the world cup. So 
for me, there's just yeah, too many uh, hurdles had to be jumped through to get this World Cup, and they could have just you know gave it to a country that had everything ready to go. But yeah, I'll still enjoy it regardless of all the issues going on. You know, I'm a football tragic, so I'll still watch. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll get you're gonna be up to that three a.m. one with uh, Qatar and Ecuador, so uh, we'll get you we'll get your thoughts on that in a moment. But Peterson, what what, what are your thoughts on the World Cup kind of happening at this period and, and where it's located? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, growing up, the World Cup was always like the pinnacle. It was such a highlight, and you know, we always had such a big runway um into yeah. the world cup you know once the european seasons had finished felt like we had a few weeks and you get like the, the build-up would just be absolutely electric and then the tournament kicks off but i know this one feels a little bit compromised just i mean we literally had premier league football this time last week and now we're just everyone's got to switch gears i mean it feels, it feels just, a little bit rushed like it, it feels real, well, not a little bit it's, it's very rushed, it is. right? yeah it feels rushed it feels compromised like teams are still rocking up to qatar now so yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, in that aspect, it's a bit disappointing. I mean, yeah, there's so much commentary about you know how this event has actually you know come to come to be. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly on the stream. I don't want to get you in trouble. Okay, uh, you come know, on this... here, mate. Come on, do a guest on here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, there's there's a. To me, it feels like there's a lot of grey with this World Cup, yeah. but. I'm focusing at the moment, I'm just purely focusing on the football. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see the football. I mean, the te- everyone's talking about the temperatures. I mean, quite often it's hot at a World Cup anyway, but I mean, at least if they played this when it was supposed to, players probably would have killed over <laughs> in like 50-degree yeah. heat. So Yeah, very true. It's uh, pretty warm out there, to say the least. But listen, I went to the World Cup in 2002, went to Japan, and the oh. humidity was immense, do you know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, I went to um, England, Argentina, where Beckham scored that penalty, right? I was in the stadium yeah. for that goal and, and the win. And it was so hot, but it was an air-conditioned indoor stadium because it's a, a yeah. baseball, baseball uh, arena as oh, well. The, um, the Giants, the Giants stadium there in yeah. Tokyo. Yeah, That's it. So it was, um, yeah, that was hot. So, I mean, these air-conditioned stadiums, I'm sure, well, you, you hope they've got it right and everything's going to be okay in there. But it's, yeah, like I say, it's, it's usually the peak of summer in the majority of the places where the World Cup's played, anyway, isn't it? So that's all right. You know, clubs, you know, I always think about the Premier League and what weather they play in. Like, you know, obviously, the total opposite most of the time. But obviously, yeah. all the countries are competing from around the world. The heat should be, you know, the norm to some countries. Sure. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw it out there that if they had a hosted in Australia, you know, would have had perfect temperatures. Winter, England would have loved it. So just a shout out there to any of the FIFA officials that are watching. Australia, mate. Australia, mate. Well, obviously the Women's World Cup, we've got that next year, and that's probably the best you're going to get for the moment. <laughs> that's right. The, the Matildas are better than the Socceroos, so we'll take it, mate. We might win it. And that and that is true. It's a nice segue to discuss how good or bad this Socceroos team is. Obviously, they're in the World Cup. They haven't got those big names that we're used to, um, but you know, we've got two Aussies on the podcast today, so I'm keen to hear your thoughts on how it all looks and and you know and what's going, what, what we're expecting from this Socceroos team. And you know, I don't reel off some of the stronger players, where they're weak, where they're strong. But Keir, I'm going to throw it to you first, mate, and see and see what your thoughts and what your take on this Socceroos team. Um, there's been a lot of news around how it's not the strongest team we've had, but. On paper, like, you know, there's not the big names that we've had in previous years, but when you actually look at some of the players, they're all in form. Like Craig Goodwin's probably had the best start to an A-League season I've seen him have. 
ever. And, you know, that's going back a lot of years. And then Leckie, who's also refound um, his form as well. Then you've got McLaren, who's scoring goals for fun. Then you've got Garen Quoll, who, in my opinion, everyone's saying, oh, is he as good as Arzani? I think he's better than Arzani. He looks more of an accomplished player and ready to, you know, take on that role as, you know, the next next big thing for Australian football. And then, you know, Cummings, the cum dog, like, you know, at first I thought it was a bit of a meme, his name when he came to the A-League, but he's actually been in really good form as well. So there's a lot of players in a lot of form. And then also Harry Suter, who, you know, just came back from injury, but even a 50% fit Harry Suter is a quality player. So I think that a lot of people are sort of underrating our squad. I think it's actually a decent squad for what, you know, the players we have, but they're all in form. So I'm actually quietly confident we can at least make a good account for ourselves. I'm not saying we're going to win the group, but I think a lot of people are thinking we're going to get pants by France and Denmark and then, you know, fight it out of Tunisia where I think that we can make a good account for ourselves in all three games, just depending on um, whether we have enough to sort of to get the, the wins because – Scoring goals has always been our biggest issue in the past in World Cups. We haven't scored a lot of goals. So that's probably going to be the our weakness this World Cup is are we going to score enough goals to make it out of the group? But I think that we have enough quality to at least make games interesting. Yeah, right. So, so you sound very optimistic about the Socceroos in this team. Obviously, do you think the the team cohesion is probably the strongest it's been for a while because it doesn't have all these big egos? Or do you, do you think that is... Do you think it's missing? Do you think it's the opposite? No, I actually think that the the cohesion might be pretty decent because, um, as we alluded to, there's eight players from the A-League that are currently in the squad. So they're all playing against each other, with each other. Um, so I think, yeah, the, and they, you know, a lot of them sort of, I guess, have known each other for a while. So I don't see there's going to be any issues that way. It's just going to depend whether we've had enough time to uh, gel on the pitch. It'll just be interesting. Yeah, right. Um, and... Peterson, what you know, you've got the jersey there. Is this, is this a new one or is this a you know where we are? Because we've got a couple of areas in the background as well. New one, the um, Jackson Irvine one, freshly nice. printed, just behind Love me it. there the other day. At our, got yeah. it at our, our friends Ultra Football. Just give him a nice, nice. little plug there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. You had a lot um, of experience in there when shopping. Yeah, I was in there, I'll send you photos, try to see what you wanted, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only had the slim fits for you, brother. <laughs> oh, that's it, mate. Well, I think I go right in them sometimes, but I reckon you um... fit into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what's your take, mate? How, how do you think these uh, the Socceroos are going to get on? Obviously, Hughes reeled off a few players he thinks are going to make an impact. Obviously, the attacking line looks yeah. the most frightening part. You know, how, how you think the setup defensively and how you think you're going to go? Yeah, look. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I think that the advantage that we have this time around is we're used to playing in Qatar. We've played in Qatar numerous times. We've played that mini tournament back in May to to reach the the World Cup. We've been there now for basically over a week. So hopefully our preparation and just being used to those conditions maybe gives us a slight advantage and maybe just brings the level a little bit closer to a team like France because – you know, France, quite famously, like Benzema's had to pull out of the cup this morning. Plus, you know, and Cuckoo's out, no Kante, Kimbembe, Pogba. So they're heading into this big names, Olympic. Man. Big names. They're, and they're yeah. big names. And they're all basically, they're nearly all starters as well. Like it's really big losses. But, you know, we, we might be able to sort of catch them off guard in the first game. If our fitness is good, we're used to the conditions, maybe France might even take us a little bit for granted again. Which well, that's, they did what, last that's, what, time. that's what you're hoping for, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. 
Yeah. So, I mean, first game in, they they may just want to ease themselves into it, whereas, you know, Graham Arden might tell our boys, go out there, go go 100 right from the get-go and let's put them under pressure and see what happens. If we get a cheeky goal, we'll be parking the bus and <laughs> big Harry Suter in his two-metre two frame just in front of the goals there next to Matty Ryan. Uh, try and stop him. <laughs> it's... um. <laughs> So t- just take us back to that that um, the France game last last time. Uh, what was the score in the end there? It was two one last time. Two one. Didn't did Socceroo score first or was it a penalty? No, nah, it was, was nah, it? France scored first. Then yeah, first. we got a got a penalty thanks to yeah, our, that was I think it, yeah. it was Umtiti handballed it in the box. So yeah, yeah if well. if any France players want to feel free to handball the ball again for us, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> we need all the help we can get, but. At least we have the VAR this time, so guaranteed, <laughs> mate. Guaranteed. Yeah, that's all right. But but Q was talking about our squad our squad cohesion. Yeah, there's a lot of A League players, but there's also a lot of players from Scotland. This is almost yeah. the yeah. Scottish Socceroo side. Like, not only do we have a lot of naturalised Aussies Scotland. that are Scottish, but a lot of our team plays in the SPL as well. Right. So you know, hopefully, a lot of them are getting regular game time, which helps. What league do you think's better? A-League or SPL? Oh, I mean, Europe will Depends always... Depends if you're on Twitter or not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think for, for these guys, like playing it in at the Scottish Premier League, like it's it's a decent level, isn't it? So, yeah. Only when you're playing against the two teams that are in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's three players from Hearts there. So, yeah, a, a lot of familiar names there. But, yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Well, uh, and listen, I'm sure um, Mr. Arnold is as well. Um, <laughs> it's uh, fingers crossed for the Socceroos. It's, it's a very tough fixture, of course, as we know, but there are you know many things that are probably maybe going to could go the way, like say if you get an early goal, maybe yeah. the temperature, the heat, you know, acclimatising. It's, it's first game as well. You know, yeah. it's, they've had such a short prep. But obviously the biggest news, which, you know, um, Peterson's alluded to already, Benzema is out, the Ballon d'Or winner, He's out. He's out of the mm. World Cup. It's over for him. Like, how big a news is that? That's bigger than this yeah. Ronaldo interview, surely. Yeah, it's 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 huge. Yeah. It's such a big loss. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we talk about the the best player in the world. I mean, he didn't feature at the last World Cup for very controversial reasons off the pitch. Yeah, uh, but but after giving a second chance, yeah, he was he was primed to absolutely destroy this World Cup. And yeah, unfortunately for him, he's he's going to miss it. At his age, what is he, 34, 35? So he's, yeah, I feel like he's 34, 35. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, it's probably last chance saloon. So that, that might be it for, for Benzema at a World Cup. I feel wow. like France are a bunch of Terminators. You, you know, one goes down and another one takes his place. You've got <laughs> yeah, you know, sexy-looking sexy Giroud walks in. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, you know who's uh, been, It's frustrating. Who's getting called up? Do you know who's getting called up for him? Have you seen any news? Uh, like, I hope it's Martial. Yeah. You'd think yeah. so. It might be Martial or even um, Ben Yedda, who's who's had a, a very good season at Monaco, and he's always been on the fringes of that France side. He's he's been in and out over the last few years, so yeah, they need a forward. So it just depends who um, Deschamps likes. Yeah, I'd probably ben rather Yedda. Ben Yedda just so Harry Suter can put him in his pocket. <laughs> he's always been better on on FIFA, hasn't he, Ben Yedda? Yeah, rather, yes. than him, rather than a real life. <laughs> <laughs> But I think Martial, Martial could be, you know, obviously he's not had heaps of game time, has he? Uh, obviously United, yeah. but, you know, because of injury. And, but he looks so good when he's been playing. Obviously, myself and Q know that, being, you know, United fans. 
Um, you know, he, he has looked sharp and he's looked more on it rather than just nothing about him, not interested. He had a good pre-season over here as well. Um, it would be good to see him in. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got Mbappe, Giroud, Griezmann. They're not exactly yeah. struggling uh, for goals, we're just, are they? We're just talking about a bench warmer, aren't we, getting called up? It's <laughs> yeah, not that's right. Not, not necessarily... <laughs> Where a bib and take part in the in the practice matches. Yeah, look good on the wall. We'll do a couple of stretches, say a few hellos, and, <laughs> and go and go from there. But you mentioned um, like Kante, like not in. Yeah. Pogba not in. World Cup winners. You know, the strength in the midfield. You know, it's it's so they're so good in there and so talented. But without them, I don't like who's going to be coming in for France. Do you think who's going to be playing? You know, against the soccer. Is it Kamavinga? What's his name? And yeah. Chiki. To Chimi or whatever he is from uh, yeah. Real Madrid, Real. Germany, is yeah, Real Germany's, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, they're good players, unbelievable, young players. So, I'm hoping you know we can kind of play on that with our experience. Is, is Rabio in the team? He is. He yeah, is. Yeah. So, I mean, their midfield isn't as strong as last time around. Mm. That's that's probably their their weakest weakest point. In and we've side, got but... Voldemort, so Voldemort will be in our midfield. So, very... <laughs> Chaza from. The FPL addicts who's not joined us on the podcast for the World Cup. He keeps saying he's not what he's not playing fantasy football in the World Cup, but he's watching the World Cup. You see, just while popping and saying hi, he needs some sleep for his 2 a.m. ceremony. Another tragic, he will be watching at the fan fest with you, Q. Mate, the Chazer I knew would have been on the coronas now getting ready while doing the pod. <laughs> You're not wrong. But I am I am sipping a Moretti, you know. I'm just uh, you know, giving a a cheers to um, the Italians who aren't in the World Cup. Uh, so, cheers, guys. Hope you enjoy watching England win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Damo is absolutely filthy right now. Just for you, that Damo, mate. Um, uh... Right, okay. So, Socceroos discussed a bit of their team, obviously a bit of a preview into that one. Who, who's captain of, of the Socceroos? Uh, is it Voldemort or is it... Um, Matty Ryan, I think. Matty Ryan. Oh, Matty actually, Ryan. yeah, it is Matty Ryan. Yeah. Right, okay. All right. All good. So, and where's he playing now? <laughs> Sitting on the bench at Copenhagen FC. Wow. Mate, don't even get me started on a rant with that whole situation. I mean, it's an absolute <laughs> toss pot. That's starting. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, that's enough of that one. <laughs> right, so we're going to go through predictions and stuff that later on, but... Just a quick one before, like we'll do a quick little preview. Where do you, where do you think going to be ranking here for the Socceroos? Are you going to be going? You know, you've got France, you've got Tunisia, you've got Denmark in there. Where where do you see yourself progressing? Uh, Peterson, you first. Look, I think I think in our group, Group D, I think Denmark's going to top the group. I just think they're yeah, well, so solid and yeah, yeah, they're they're prime for this World Cup. And I think France will finish second. There's still a lot of quality there, but. You know, we know France. They do love a self-implosion every once in a while. We all remember their um, little bus protest at 2010 in South Africa where they, yeah, well, where they uh, had a bit of a soup. But, you know, yeah. I, I think we could get third. Go for third? Yeah. Yeah. So you're happy with that? You're happy with third? You're not going to try and push oh, I'd love to get. <laughs> I would love to get three. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also a realist. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, Q, how about you, mate? Um. My heart you're going says you're going first with attitude, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my heart says Denmark to top the group and us to come second. Uh, France in a close third, but uh, reality, I think that 
I could see us missing out on goal difference finishing third. I think it's going to be one of those uh, cups where we might be tied on points, but um, just haven't scored enough goals and we're going to finish third. Yeah, finish third. Well, so I think third's going to be very respectable, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, every, every credit. And a big shout out to uh, Oshbike, uh, who um, he wishes Andrew was still the manager. Do you reckon Andrew is a better manager than you know, what Arnold has showed? I think he is. Yeah, he 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 um he plays football um and does it at all costs. So regardless of wanting to keep a clean sheet, he'll always play football regardless of the side. Whereas Arnold will set up for the side, and if he has to play more defensive, he will, which is not good to watch as a football fan. But you know, here's what it is. Yeah, look, if we're two 0 down in the first ten minutes of the France game, I'm already hashtagging Arnold out. So. <laughs> 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 got the drafts already saved. Got a draft saved, ready to start trending. Um, yeah. I've just put, I've just put on the ticker and below as well. We, we probably will touch on a little bit of World Cup fantasy just towards the end. But if you do want to join uh, our World Cup fantasy um, league uh, mini for the World Cup, you can join that. I'm just going to wait for the ticker to come back across. Uh, the, the code is Q, <laughs> QFO63SEV. Damn I feel like I've had a telethon. <laughs> Call the number below. Donate. Call the number below to donate. <laughs> We're currently on. Um, so what we'll move on. Oh, the FPL Rev, another one who's just missing out tonight. Cheers, Rev, for not joining. Uh, what a podcast this is better than the usual rabble, anyways. Absolutely is, mate. You and Reedy just waffling and waffling. Is, uh, I do miss it though. The FPL podcast will be back, obviously, in a, in a month's time, which is pretty crazy to say as well, isn't it? Um but we're going to be obviously scouting Royal and International duty here, lads. So we're going Mate, to I have, I have 4.3 million reasons why I'm going to enjoy this break from FPL. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't say enough, then uh, <laughs> what we'll do, we'll jump, uh, we'll have a, I'll bring up the uh, the groups here now. Obviously, uh, we just talked. I'm, out, I'm outnumbered tonight. We were supposed to have Ollie and Elliot on here, so it was meant to be three English versus two Aussies, but now it's, it's switched. It's two Aussies versus one English. Um, but obviously, we talked about uh, Socceroos Group D. That's where they are. Um, let's do you think that is the group of death, or do you think there's another group of death? Nah. Look, I, I think if you're talking rankings-wise, Group D is the toughest one because the this rankings of those teams are really close. Yeah. I think it's like top, um, it's like top twenty, like three, yeah. like three of the countries top twenty. So yeah, I think that was a stat, stat I saw. Yeah, but maybe Group E. I think if we're going to go Group of Death, for me, it's Group E: Spain, Germany, Japan, like three decent, decent sides there. Well, what we'll do, we'll talk about Group E in just a second. Let's talk about England, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> The, few, the future winners of the World Cup. Uh, I put a tweet out the other day, right? And it was the last five World Cups have been won by five different countries. Are you ready for a six country? England, six World Cup. This, this will be it now. Six World Cups, six different winners. Like that's, you know, it's ready. It's prime. England got a great team. Didn't need Reese James. Don't need Ben Chilwell. England are now primed, ready to win this World Cup. We've got mate, you got Trippier. You don't need your well, mate. Trippier is all you need. The bonus point king, clean sheet king. <laughs> he's on, isn't he? I mean, a lot of players. I think similar to what you were saying, Q. There's a lot of English players, a lot of soccer like soccerers who are in form, right? Obviously, in the in the illegal, wherever what respective leagues they play in. England, even though the fact, like the the proposed maybe. 
back to in the middle of if it is Maguire or not. Not the form, but it's like the trips in there. Excited for Kane has been banging. If it's Pope starting, looking great as well. I don't know if Pickford's going to start. Obviously, who knows? Um, but a couple of players are really in form, and I'm excited for them. Like loving what Jude Bellingham's doing at Dortmund. He's been he's a Rolls Royce of a midfielder. Declan Rice, you just love how he performs for the shirt for England as well. He's proper old school English, but technically very gifted as well. Um, and going into this group. He ran first up. It's just a perfect start, I think, you know, without jinxing it, which I've definitely just jinxed us now. <laughs> um, obviously, Tuesday midnight here um, in Australia. I, I'm ready to see a couple of goals in this and set us up for this USA and Wales game, uh, which are going to be tough fixtures. Um, absolutely. I, I don't think there's any denying that. That USA team, they've got about 400 midfielders who just run and technically very gifted. Um, and the Wales one, obviously a bogey team who we're definitely going to struggle against because it's just going to be just like a derby. It's, a derby. it's such a derby, man. It's such a big derby. Um, I'm hoping on the next pod that we do um, before the Wales game. Uh, so one of my mates, he um, he was an under 21 with Wales and he, oh, played wow. with, he played with Bale. I think Bale was 14 at the time in the under 21s <laughs> and he was 21. <laughs> <laughs> that's how good Gareth Bale is, right? Oh. Um, so I think uh, yeah, we're trying to try and get him on next week uh, for next week next week's edition. But going back to it, England first game up versus Iran. Boys, do you think it's an easy one for us or what? I think defensively Iran are going to be good, but I think it's going to be good for England because they're going to have to try to break them down. And I think they do have the players. I think this is going to be the breakout World Cup for Phil Foden. I think he could have one of those tournaments where afterwards everyone's going, wow, I didn't realise how good he was. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that they can definitely yeah. get the win against Iran, but I think it might be tight early on. Mm. Yeah, it's, listen, it's a, it's a big it's a big stage for Phil Foden. You know, we know what he is capable of, those who watched him a fair bit, obviously as avid, you know, fantasy, fantasy <laughs> managers, where we've got an investment in him. He's, he's always in and out of the squads because he does get this rotation with Pep. But for England... Yeah, we just feel like it is a big stage and it is prime for him as well to perform. He's been well rested the last couple of weeks, as we know, in Premier League. So <laughs> he's got to be, it's got to be time. He's, he's primed. Primed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Gareth better not be rotating. But uh, Peterson, what do you reckon about this Iran game, mate? Yeah, well, yeah. Interesting, Carlos Quiroz is back managing Iran. So he's I think back. he was in charge for them when they won the Asian Cup years ago. So they mm. absolutely love him, but... Um, he plays the most dullest brand of football ever. So it's going to be one of those games where England have to try and really break down Iran. And, yeah, like you guys talked on players like Phil Foden. Do you think we'll be trying to break down them or they'll be trying to break down us? No, you'll be trying to break down them because they're just going to sit back. (laughs) Ten men behind the ball, one man standing on the halfway line. Oh, my God. Yeah, Carlos Queiroz on the halfway line as well. Yeah. Don't Don't come past me. But I mean, this is a game where players like you know Jude Bellingham who can just like pick out a pass like with such yeah. ease. Like they're going to be so pivotal for this game, and mm-hmm. it all comes down to if England can get that early goal, then you just got to force a run out and pick them off on the counter. And yeah, Sterling, Foden, all that like that pace. This they might have a field day, and Harry Kane's probably going to score another hundred penalties at this tournament, isn't he? So <laughs> load up for Golden Boot. I'm celebrating every single one of them. What is um. 
Yeah, the Iran. Listen, yeah, it's gonna be difficult, but yeah, you know, I, I always feel like the second half of the kind of games always, uh, yeah, they come out half time and they just can't continue that momentum sort of thing. And you break them down, you start banging the goals. Fingers crossed, but it is England, and we know for your sake. Yeah, for my I've sake. actually picked um, England and Wales to come out of this group. Actually, rate Wales. Yeah, well, this is where we're going on to next. So obviously, facing up against USA and then Wales in, in that in that kind of order, um, and then we'll work out yeah where where we think. Definitely going to be close, of course. USA and Wales maybe pretty similar um, in terms of where, where they fit in, in the in the rankings, but squad wise, a couple of standout players, but um, not you know totally around the squad. Um, Q, do you want to touch on Wales? As soon as you just mentioned, you are a bit of a fan. Yeah, they actually have some quality. I was just going through their squad um, the other day, so they've got uh, Harry Wilson from Fulham. They've got Nico Williams. They've got Brennan Johnson. They've got Gareth Bale. They have some real quality players. So I think that they have enough to get second in this group. Um, I think them and USA are really going to – it's going to be pretty close, but I could see England probably having this group wrapped up after two two games and, you know, maybe resting that third game and, you know, Wales and USA fighting out for that sort of last spot. Yeah, I mean, the USA have got a, a really young squad as well, yeah. like a pretty inexperienced one in terms of obviously um, longevity-wise. I mean, Pulisic is obviously the standout there. Not had a great couple of years at Chelsea, so perfect segue for our Chelsea fan here. Peterson, <laughs> is he the main man? And do you think he can carry the team? Well, yeah, there's a lot riding on his shoulders, but he has shown when he, you know, wears the stars and stripes that he's he, he wants to be the man. And he always shows that when he's playing for the national side. And yeah, maybe this might be a tournament too early for the, the USA side. Like you said, they're really young, but it's it's a team that's developing and they're probably going to be hitting their peak at the next World Cup when they're actually hosting it. Mm. So it, there's a real contrast between them and Wales. So it feels like Wales are heading into this tournament. Like Gareth Bale's been managing his minutes for the last, like, three years, like, ahead of this tournament. <laughs> Four, <laughs> five, six, seven years. Yeah, so he's he's. I mean, he hasn't played a lot of minutes, but he mm. will make sure that he's ready to play. You know, at least three ninety-minute games here at this tournament. And yeah, Ramsey's Ramsey. Like Ramsey just turns into beast mode whenever Wells <laughs> appear at a tournament at the moment. Like they've been un- unbelievable at the Euros, and you know we've seen the effect that the fans have for this this Welsh team. Like they they really are the twelfth man for them, and. I mean, they haven't been at a World Cup since, what was it, the 50s? So 1954, I feel. Yeah, or 58, 54, was it? 58. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So they're going to be up and about. But, yeah, I think look, I'm tipping USA to finish second in this group. I just think with their youth, their pressing football, like there's a lot of quite like Gio Reina's a great player. Weston McKenney's a great player. Um, there's, you know, Aronson from Leeds as well. So, yeah, maybe they might have just a little bit too much quality and depth for Wales. But that said, Wales at Wales at the World Cup could be anything. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that um, when we touched on earlier with the France team, like they've just got a play after player in some of the positions. I feel like the USA have got that in the that forward midfield, which like yeah. all very similar players. Um, yeah. Like, like you see, reeled off quite a few there. Like Rainer might not even start. Yeah, that's before, right. And, and and he's one of the you know brightest talents in you know in the world. You know, in, in terms in terms of obviously what his potential is. Um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of exciting from that attacking point of view with them, but inexperienced and probably a bit too soon. Hands up if you want to go to L- like to America to the World Cup in twenty in twenty twenty six. Um, yeah. super keen um, to go, man. 
I want to be at a real fun fest in America. There you go. <laughs> next oh, next mate, FPL social event. Oh, USA. how good would that be? Mate, have it at Las Vegas, mate. How good. <laughs> Guess who's not coming back? <laughs> <laughs> All of us, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas there are. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention there the magical man, Denny Ward, also plays the Wales. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my. Sorry. If, if the Ball. Reds are still watching, oh, my God. How many clean sheets do you have? Do you have three, four clean sheets in on the bounce yeah. towards him this season? I started him for two of the part. last three clean sheets, so it's, uh, yeah. He's the best oh player goodness. I have on my side at the moment, so it's good. <laughs> Wales number one, Danny Ward. Um, oh, and they have Ben Davies as well. So they've yeah. got some um... they've got a good core in terms yeah. of the experience, but it's not obviously when you look at England, England's got this ridiculous amount of talent in every position as well. All players. There's a um, a player from America to look at a young player, his name's Jesus Ferreira. He plays for FC Dallas, he just come off a season. Scoring 18 goals and he looks phenomenal as well. So probably one to watch. Mm. Love it again, getting that one in. And so touch just finishing on Wales. Um, obviously Gareth Bale, the main man, definitely steps up for his country every time. Like unbelievable player on his day, scores the big goals. Praying there isn't a, a goal in against England, of course. <laughs> Feel free to make it rain against Iran. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the USA, but he is the main man. He scored some, you know, an important goal uh, for LAFC just recently as well in the cup. There, he scored in you know finals. He, he knows where the where the net is, doesn't he? And he, he's got potential to be you know t- to make it happen for Wales to get him through in in second. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, England playing USA. You've never beaten USA at a World Cup before. Well. Is that a fact? <laughs> <laughs> so in the, you, you played him in the yeah, you played him in the fifties, okay. and and there was a, a massive upset where the USA won. And then twenty was a twenty ten World Cup, Clint, the Clint Dempsey equaliser, one all. I feel like USA are the same though. They've got um, this lack of experience in there now in 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 terms of the squad, like. Tim Howard would have been in goal then. Prime Tim yeah. Howard. Um, Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan, played yeah. for Everton, of course, in the Prem, but a workhorse and knows where the net was. Um, who else have we got in there, American-wise? God knows. But is obviously a lot of strong players, experienced players, and Clint Dempsey was so underrated yeah, uh, as, a, as a player, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously had stints at Fulham and Tottenham. Um, but, yeah, USA now, like, Pulisic, I really rated him when he first arrived at Chelsea, but, and you're going... This guy, he's like Hazard 2.0, isn't he? Like in terms yeah, of his technical ability. Yeah, at the start. <laughs> and a lot of injuries. But um, predictions for me, listen, England first, of course. Um, USA second, Iran third. Wales can finish bottom for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> <Rateless>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But let's have um, a quick one. Like, Did you guys want to touch on um, – oh, t- Group E, I guess. Uh, I know you mentioned, obviously, that was a bit of a group of death for you guys. Um, Spain, Germany in there, the big hitters, Costa Rica, uh, and also Japan. Um, how do you think that one's going to turn out then in terms of the group of death? If you um, I have one. Japan topping this group. Whoa. Um, and, wow. And Spain coming wow. second and Germany missing out. Say something controversial for the pod, mate. I love it. Whoa. <laughs> what, what, has, what have Japan got to offer then in terms of finishing top of group E? I just think they ha- actually have a lot of quality in their side. A lot of people are 
uh, I'll say pundits from uh, England are sort of rubbishing the the Asia teams at the World Cup, but I actually think they've got some quality and they've shown against us twice in our qualifiers. They're just they're just a very handy team, and I think they could actually like because they played in the Middle East like uh, during the qualifying campaign in these countries that are similar to what Qatar is going to be like and. Germany, I think, are at the end of their, I guess, their reign of being a, a powerhouse team. I think they're going to be good, but I think they could catch Germany out. And I, and I think Spain sometimes will start a little bit slow in a World Cup, and I just think that Japan could be ready to go. And I think it's going to be close, but, yeah, I just think Japan have got enough quality there that they could shock a couple of these sides and uh, get like a, the points early in the group. Yeah, well, obviously you mentioned Germany are at the end, the end of their, uh, their their cycle, maybe. But you know, you got Neuer in there; he's thirty six years old. You got Thomas Muller, who's made it into there. I feel like Miroslav Klose is going to make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, a German legend in there. Peter, what do you reckon to that though? Japan finishing top. Are you are you on that as well? I'm not on that. <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you have that. No, I think. This Spain side is is unbelievable. So they were great at the Olympics. They were great at the Euros. It's a mostly youngish side that Luis Enrique has sort of like reformed over the last few years. And Luis Enrique is very confident on what this side can do as well. And I've seen a few people sort of predict them to go quite far in the tournament. And, yeah, like, there's just so much quality. Even like play like Alvaro Morata, like he seems to be rubbish at club level. But for the Spanish national side, he seems to turn it on. And, yeah, he's Harry he has Maguire, confidence. Mate. Sorry, <laughs> he's Harry Maguire, rubbish <laughs> yeah. club level. Yeah, he's a Chelsea. He's a Chelsea number nine, isn't he? That's what. He that's is. what it is. I should have hung his shirt up behind me tonight. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's, but yeah, um, there's so much color. like play like Pedri's just been unbelievable. Like the the guys played like a billion minutes the last couple of years. Like. He be, I reckon even on off days, he goes and plays like random 11-a-side games. <laughs> just goes and takes people's souls at the local yeah, football. just go play his kids in the street, whatever, just constantly plays football. So, Absolutely ruining yeah, lives. It's, it's a really good side. And, yeah, and Germany, like they're not as strong as what they, they used to be, but there's a, a bit of potential there. And, I mean, as a Kai Havertz truther, I'm, I'm quite keen to see how he goes <laughs> leading the line. <laughs> I'll, I'll be putting him on the bench. But I think, like... <laughs> Listen, they've got some young prospects in there, like Makuko. He's yeah. also a Dorman. He's a freak. He's been obviously uh, playing for a couple yeah. of like, as a youngster as well in the first team. But yeah, I think... Musiala. Um, yeah. Jam- listen, Jamal Musiala is like, he's hands he's the hottest the prospect player yeah. in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he could have even been representing the three Lions this World Cup. This, this what is could it. Have been? Like, what, I think there's some exciting players. Obviously, I know where uh, Q's just written them off, which I love because obviously it's the Germans. Oh. <laughs> However, I think that I'm just looking at the squad in front of me now and I'm going Leroy Sane in there, Nabry, yeah. Musiala, as you mentioned. You've mm. got the likes of Rudiger at the back, who obviously Peter's in your love because Chelsea have been love that shite without him. Love that. Um, you've, got experience, you've got experience in there as well with Muller and Neuer. You know, imagine mm. that having that in your dressing room. Yeah. And oh, I don't know. And you know, Kimmich, you know, you've got Goretzer. Um, who else on here? Uh Julian Brandt as well. I think yeah. wow, there's some ta- listen, some top talent oh, in that team. They have a quality side. I just think this is a group of death for me. I could see either three sides or making it true. 
It's going to be a nightmare with somebody, a boo-boo. But Spain looking good. Any Costa Rican players to look out for? Uh, is is Carlos that, Hernandez still playing for Costa Rica? <laughs> uh, I think it's uh, Jewison, uh, Jewison Bennett um, that I brought up, 18-year-old player that plays yeah, okay. for Sunderland. Nice. Uh, definitely one to look out for. He looked good in their uh, their last couple of friendlies as well. So he's an exciting player. I don't think I don't think Costa Rica are going to do too much of this World Cup. I'm writing them off completely. If there's any Costa Rica fans, I'm sorry, but yeah. So the participation award goes to Costa Rica for rocking up to the World <laughs> Cup. Uh, <laughs> but let's Enjoy go. Your hot towels. Yeah, let's go elsewhere, right? Obviously. This team, I feel like I haven't been in with, I haven't heard much noise about him, right? But we've been in and amongst it for years now. Belgium, Group F, Kevin De Bruyne, Hazard in there. You've got two unreal players, talent wise. One has been playing a lot of football versus what the other one is. I feel like Hazard's <laughs> like the new Bale in terms of he, he always turns up for, the, for his country, but no one else has been managing their minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but are they like obviously on the squad on paper? Another team who are obviously full of talent. Peterson, have you got any you know, thoughts on on Belgium doing well in this World Cup? Yeah, look, this this really feels like last chance alone for for Belgium. Like the, their golden generation has been peaking for like the last ten years. It feels like <laughs> it felt like the last Euros was the last chance, but I, I think this might be the last chance. Like De Bruyne's not getting any younger, and he's at his absolute peak. Like the Hazard brothers, yeah, Torgan's probably playing more football than Eden these days. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it's that defence that worries me for Belgium. It's been the same defence for like the past 10 years. It's still Toby Alderweireld, Jan Vertonghen, fucking, what's his name? Uh, what, the guy that used to, uh, used to play for Arsenal and Barcelona is probably still hanging around too. He's 100 years old. So, yeah. <laughs> but you got Thibaut Courtois there who's, you know, quietly confident himself that he is the greatest player in the world so <laughs> he thinks he's going to win the next ballon d'or if belgium wins the world cup so. well listen if they do win the world cup then maybe they should maybe he should <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's go to some of the big hitters gotta be brazil next i want to look at group g should smash this group on paper mm. as we know but it is the world cup anything can happen and uh, obviously difficult maybe Games against Serbia, I'm sure they're going to put a bit of a fight. And Serbia are not a team like a country who are going to be easy to play against. And Switzerland, no doubt, um, surely there's going to be something there. Any any thoughts on this group, lads, and, and players from Brazil that you obviously apart, you know, Neymar's in there? Um, do you think they, these guys have got what it takes to go all the way? Um, I'm going to say it's unfair looking at Brazil's squad that they have so many good players. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like. Bruno Gamares might even might not even start. It's ridiculous, <laughs> but I think they they're going to smash this group. I could see them putting three past Serbia. I think that it's going to be like a lot's been made about the defense, but who needs defense when you're scoring seven goals a game? To be honest, that's that's how I could see them. How this how, world how many how many disciplined Brazilian defenders do you know, or can you reel off? None. Like since Thiago Cafu. Silva, Thiago Silva, maybe, <laughs> but. Cafu wasn't a he was like bombing was, up and down. He was up, it was like he was another striker when he played. <laughs> nah, I think defensively they're probably not strong, which might um be an issue later in the cup, but I just think that their attack is just ridiculous. Um, they could yeah. literally like Richarlison 
has great form for Brazil. Neymar's a freak. Then you got Paqueta. Then you got Anthony. You got Bruno Gamares. Rafina. Vinicius Jr. Like it's just unfair. (laughs) It's outrageous, isn't it? Danny Alves, thirty-nine years old. The the man does not stop. He's like the Terminator. Mere mortals, we can't play after thirty, but he could probably play to about fifty. He'll be at the next World Cup too. He'll be at USA Mexico. (laughs) Him and Ronaldo and Messi will be all playing each other in the next World Cup. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right, next one I've uh, got to chat about is Argentina, of course. Um, Messi, probably last World Cup for him as well. Um, on paper, and, and obviously another great team, South American, you know, like, like Brazil. On paper, brilliant. I think I feel like Brazil have got a better one on paper, but when you've got someone like Messi in your team, anything's possible, right? Mm, yeah, no. This Argentina team is playing 100% to get Leo Messi that trophy at the end of this tournament. And you, you saw what it meant to them when they won the Copa America. Was it earlier this year or last year? I can't remember now. It must have been last, last year. year. It was during lockdown. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Martinez in goals just made, has made such a big difference for them because Argentina always had this amazing side and then they get to the World Never Cups. Never a goalkeeper. And the the yeah. keeper was always like Willy Caballero. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, are you for real? Like, out of a whole country, that's the best goalkeeper you have. It's always been a weird one, hasn't it? I think that's always been the thing, hasn't it? Defensively, they've been great. But then I'll tell you what's blown my mind, obviously, this season with Martinez at United in defence. He's a beast, right? He's an animal. And he's he's changed United's back line, obviously. Um, And now having a goalkeeper, a a standout defender at centre-back, you know, I don't think... um, you know, over the years, they've even had that best one. I mean, like, Ezekiel Garay was a good defender, never reached his full potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is it Milito? Is the brothers? The t- oh, yeah. Striker. yeah. They, they, I mean, they obviously, he was Andy at the back as well, Not, but still not, never reached heights. Um, I'm trying to go back even further. Um, Gabby, Gabby Heinzer, another United <laughs> legend, Argentinian. <laughs> Nutcase. Um, but... You feel like defensively they've got them two now goalkeeper center half a lot stronger than attacking yeah. on paper. Dybala, Messi, even Di Maria still they still you, know, you still can do the business. I was going to say Letaro Martinez up front, like one of the, the three Martinez, the three yeah. Martinez, isn't it? This is another it is. one in there, but he's been one of the best forwards in Europe for for the last yeah, few years. We've seen like the workload he does, and he just mm. he brings the best out of Messi. Like the last last few tournaments, we haven't seen the best of Messi sometimes, but this side just seems to work so well. Like all the pieces fit perfectly for them all to get the best out of each other, and they are missing like Lacelso at the moment. He's he's carrying an injury, and while you know we haven't seen the best of him at club level for Argentina, he just does so well. But yeah. Does he play? Does he play deeper for Argentina or not? Yeah, he does. He plays much deeper yeah. for Argentina yeah. than he does it. Well, than he did at Spurs, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, we're not taught. We're missing the our, everyone's favorite Argentinian, uh, Alexis McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, let's talk about McAllister. He's, he's nearly as 
He's nearly so Scottish he could play for the Socceroos. <laughs> Mate, I spent this whole start of the FL season thinking he was Scottish till I like did some groundwork when I was talking about him. Like, oh shit, he's Argentinian. So he's now become <laughs> my favorite Argentinian in the Premier League. But um just looking at their attack as we just spoke before, they've got Messi, Martinez, then they got Dybala, then they got Julian Alvarez. Like Oh, there you go. It's a you what. pretty red hot attack. Yeah. Well, that's what they do. That's what Argentina do. Obviously, three uh, ranked three in the world um, on the FIFA corrupt rankings. However, <laughs> Alvarez, we've seen what he, we've had a taste of what he can do already in the Premier League and in, obviously in Champions League and Cup. He's frightening. He looks like Aguero 2.0. Yeah. Imagine Garnacho in four years in that side as well. <laughs> well have, they, have they called up anyone to replace um, Angel Correa who got injured? Because I know they've ruled him out of the World Cup, but. There was talk maybe um, your Man United um, Wunderkid might be making the side, but I haven't I seen anything so. yet. I'll be yeah, leaving it late. Not, not sure he'd get a game, but he's <laughs> <laughs> definitely that'd be a good experience for him, wouldn't it? Um, His side just yeah. looks so so stacked. Like it's hard to find. It's really hard to find a fault in this side and. We saw them in, at Copper beat Brazil in Brazil. So they've got what it takes to, to do the hard things. And I even um, didn't even talk about Di Maria as well. He's been in good form as well. So ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, some nice picks from them. And last but not least, let's just give Portugal a shout. Obviously, Cristiano leading the line there. Good team, <laughs> good team around him. Not mm. too sure. Not too sure their World Cup winning Candidates, but Ronaldo in the team, not the player he was, but as we know, however, scores a lot of goals for Portugal. Obviously, he scored the most goals ever by a player in international um, level. Is it possible, Pearson, or is it out of the question? On on paper, they look unbelievable, but they just, Portugal just seem to make such hard work of everything when you watch them play. Like, Qualifying for tournaments, they make it look so hard. Like the amount of times they have to go through, you know, extra qualifiers to make it through, it's ridiculous when you consider the the amount of talent they they can put on the pitch. But yeah, it, I think um, yeah. Portugal or Ronaldo, they have to be dramatic. It'd just be too easy just to coast <laughs> through. They need to score seven goals against Sweden to make a World Cup because that's what they do. <laughs> bit, bit, of, bit of drama for sure, but. Uh, obviously, Bruno in behind him in midfield, and of course, one of the best defenders that has ever ever lived and ever played the game, Pepe, at uh, 39 years old, prime defender. There's some old people playing this World Cup, isn't there? Hey, hey, th- 39 isn't that old. Just let's just <laughs> for a football, for a footballer, <laughs> Pearson, come on. For a fo- for a footballer on the biggest stage there is. Um, Does he have one more red card in him? He's got. He, that's a good bet, actually. <laughs> Pepe set, red Pepe card. They're sunset. There are defenses actually low key pretty decent. They got Dallo, yeah. mate. Diaz, one of the Zello, best defenders Dallo. in the Premier League this season. Mm. Absolutely. Then yeah. they got Cancelo, and then they got uh, Ruben Diaz. Yeah, solid, pretty. And Jose Sar. It's not bad. I mean, Dallo, like, what was it? I think it was 4-1 in a friendly the other day. Dallo, uh, I think, got two assists and Bruno got scored two. Um, looking lively. I think that's where he's really come of age, kind of thing recently. Obviously, Dallo, you know, representing um, Portugal. 
as well. And he felt more confident because he was doing it there as well. And he's come back yeah. to United and he's done the same thing, right? He must be um pretty good because he was one of only two players Ronaldo mentioned in the, the World Cup that he said he's <laughs> a good young player at United. <laughs> I'll just question that interview more and more. Don't <laughs> I, I saw um an Insta- I think it was like an Instagram story with uh, Dallo and he was like, Who's your best who's your best mate at United? It was like legally they have to say that following him around he's just yeah it's like he's tied up isn't he but i think <laughs> portugal I, I guess we're we could um they're going to be looking to progress do you think uruguay will be second in there or i think they're going to be first i think you're on top of the group suarez will take out the group there will he yeah, I think Darwin Nunes, I think this is he's copped a lot of flack to start yeah. the season for Liverpool. And I think that he's going to have a good tournament. I think this is going to be his uh, statement. Um, and I think they're going to top the group, unfortunately for me, because Portugal's my second side. But <laughs> Well, can't be, that, can't be that much of your favourite if you're not backing. For... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, England aren't your second, t- second team? Nah, it's uh, it'll be Australia, <laughs> nah. Australia, <laughs> Portugal, Costa Mexico. Rica, Japan, Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I've got. See, ever since Chicharito played for United, I had um, Mexico as my like second. Got third side. So, have, how many seconds have you got here? I've got a. I've got um, Mexico and Portugal, sort of my other sides to follow, and then I'll follow <laughs> England. But yeah. You got 30, 30, 30 second sides after Australia and then England at the bottom. <laughs> Mate, I've got a Mexican jersey in my cupboard. So that's impressive. Arriba. Peterson's currently just making it's the one of the, the Peterson's Mexican making your offer on the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> How much for the shirt? <laughs> it's the one of the, the Mexican type hat um pattern. I think it might have been the 2010 oh, World sick. Cup one. Yeah. He's definitely messaged you. He's just increased his offer on the chat there. I, I did have tacos for dinner pesos. tonight. So. <laughs> How many pesos? <laughs> Although, while, while we're still on, on this group, um, a player like Rafael Liao, like I watch a lot of Milan, and Liao has hands down been the best player in Serie A the last couple of seasons. He was absolutely pivotal for Milan winning the title last season. He's He's got so much potential. If Portugal unleash him on this tournament, He's going to be unreal to watch. He's going to get so much attention. He's always getting, he's always already getting a lot of like attention from even like the bigger clubs in European football. Like I know Chelsea's been linked with him and they're basically ready to give Milan a blank check. Not big anymore. Come on. Our bank bank balance is big at least. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So there's, there's an offer there. But yeah, he, he could really tear this tournament to absolute shreds. Could do. He hasn't actually scored a goal for Portugal yet. Not yet, but he will. <laughs> he's ready. He's ready and ready to go. It's only taking him, so him eleven games. <laughs> there's so much talent in this side. It's it's ridiculous. But they'll probably Shea just labour it to one nil wins. Yeah, yeah I reckon he'll that's what, as many was as it. Um, the Euros where they got all the way to the final. I think they only won what one game yeah. or tournament. Yeah, <laughs> it's the England way of life. It's the England way. You know more goals and no. <laughs> can see. That's how we're going to do it this time. Proper. Very pragmatic, rely on penalties to get us through. And, uh, yeah, we're going to win the World Cup just like that. <laughs> and they might make it into your top two countries to follow. <laughs> They'll be one of the top two anyway. 
Very good, very good. Uh, lads, I asked you to do a bit of homework. Um, I wanted some differentials, some wonder kids, some top players, a bit of content for the guys who are playing fantasy to look out for, or even if they're just watching the World Cup, who should they be looking out for? Any any background on information on them and how they're going to light this World Cup up? I've got two players for you that I've done my homework as well. So Zelensky from Poland. Uh, he's nice. only priced, I think, at six and a half million. Um, he's been outstanding in Champions League fantasy and he's been outstanding for Napoli this season. So I think he's a great pick. I'm actually picking Poland to go through in their group. So I think that he could um, have a good World Cup. And Cody Gapko from, if that's how you pronounce it, from the Netherlands. I've actually picked Netherlands to absolutely destroy their group. I think that my, uh, sorry, who is it? Um, Depay. I think he's got an injury cloud. So I could see Cody actually doing a bit of the heavy lifting for this Netherlands side. And I could see them, you know, coasting through this group. And I don't think they play a hard game till about the semifinals if they finish first. So um, I think you're going to get some, uh, some good games out of him. And he's been in top form, I think nine goals and 12 assists this season, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, which is why United were so into wanting to buy him as well. Um, mm. But it's they have got. Let's just touch on. We didn't touch on Netherlands as well, so I suppose it's a good shout because they are on that good side of the draw. If mm. there is one, um, you know, it's a bit more less ruthless than what England could could potentially have with Germany, Brazil, France <laughs> in there. Um, so yeah, oh, and I have. Sorry, I've got one Probably. more player. Sorry, I'm I'm taking over your podcast here. Not at all, um, it's, our, it's our podcast, this one. Don't worry, go <laughs> He's a uh, defender from Uruguay, uh, okay. Oliveira. He's uh, only four and a half million, and he's um, he's top quality. He's been playing for Napoli, and uh, I think it was the game against Liverpool. He had something like 16 recoveries. Um, he was an absolute machine. He ended up getting man the match on foot mob, even though they lost 2-0 to Liverpool. So definitely um, one worth looking at because he does have attacking returns as well. Mate, you've been scouting Napoli, you haven't you? But they are in, you know, they've, they've looked pretty frightening, to be fair, haven't they? So Mate, they destroyed my most hated side in the Premier League, so I was always awful. <laughs> it's um, so nice couple of picks there. If you are playing fantasy football, um or you are just watching the World Cup, couple of players just to look out for there who might make an impact. So cheers for that um, cue. I do like the Napoli ones, all to be fair. Uh, Peterson, what have you got, mate? Yeah, well, I mean, you touched on Cody Gakpo. He's an amazing player. I'm going to stick with the Dutch thing because unlike you, I just have one second favourite side, and that is my <laughs> beloved Netherlands that are just over my shoulder there. So a little bit of Dutch heritage on my grandfather's side. So I've always clung on to you that. You look a bit Dutch, actually. Yeah. I'm yeah. not tight with the budget, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> got a pair of clubs I, I, No, but I do love gold. So, but uh, um, yeah, so do you touched on okay, <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> but uh, someone else to look out for at this tournament is um, it, it, it's Tun Kup Miners. So he plays for Atalanta. He was one more time, one more time. <laughs> His first stage really had to say Tun. <laughs> Coop Miners. I can say it with the Dutch accent, Coop Miners. With my best Louis van Hull impersonation there. But <laughs> nah, this, this kid's unbelievable. So when he was at um, RZ Alkmaar, um, he was the best player in Eredivisie, moved over to Atalanta, and he plays. He can play as a number 10. He, he usually plays a little bit deeper for the national side. But 
at Atalanta, he he plays a little bit further up and he has goals and assists in him. So he, he's probably not getting as much attention because, yeah, Cody Gakpo is ready to just like just unleash on this tournament. But he's definitely a player that, that managers should look at. If if you are playing fantasy game, look at Coop yeah. Miners. Pete's so going to sign up tonight. so um, yeah. Just so I could have the whole Dutch national side. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But there's a few. Yeah. There's a lot of the only Achilles heel for this Dutch side is is the goalkeeping. So they're taking three goalkeepers into this tournament that have barely played a game for the national side. And another old, another old guy, another Shreen, old guy. So uh, depends, what, depends what your definition of old is. But yeah, thirty nine year old uh, Remco Paspi. He's he's basically his whole career has just been as like a backup keeper, like his mm. whole career, and now. He was like a third choice at Ajax and then due to injuries over the last season, he's now become number one. And just timing being, you know, the pinnacle of everything has made his way into the national side for this World Cup. So It's yeah. like when the warehouse guys then, you know, go out the front and start serving customers. <laughs> exactly. You're all. <laughs> so, yeah, the... I'm really excited about this Dutch side. Like the the way that the the balls fell for the draw, like you couldn't have asked for a better outcome because Qatar being the seeded side in that group A was perfect for them because they really could have ended up in a group of death. But yeah, the only thing the stopping it's... them is lots of millions of dollars paid. <laughs> and yeah, um, you know Burnley fans out there, you know Vout Verghorst will be at this World Cup too. So oh, if the workhorse. <laughs> The workhorse. If people are missing their the Veghorst um, fill, um, tune into the World Cup. But if only Brownhill was still Dutch. There? He's not there anymore, is he? No, he's not. He's not. I think he's playing in Turkey now. Turkey I was kind of hoping Brownhill was Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> he's your favourite as well, Brownhill, isn't he? Uh, yeah, so he's yeah, my like, second like, favourite oh. player. <laughs> I want to tell that another player I might throw up that um we'll talk about if you're looking for a, a couple of roughies is um yeah. yeah Noah Okafor so he's Swiss um he, he's unbelievable I saw is he Leipzig he, he uh, no he's at uh, Salzburg. Salzburg so yeah, yeah, yeah. saw quite a bit of him during the group stages because they were in Chelsea's group and he scored yeah. against Chelsea and I think he scored in one of the other games too and he is so fast like he is yeah. blistering fast and and Switzerland have this weird thing where they manage to get out of the group at every tournament. Like no one ever fancies them, but they manage to get out every single time. They knocked out France at the last World Cup, I think, at the quarterfinal stage with the shootout there with Jan Summer in defence. So, and they know. got Breelin Bolo as well. I, I'm actually yeah. looking forward to seeing yeah. him. Yeah, underrated, underrated striker and Strong, you know, fast. Granit Zaka, who used to play out mm. of his skin for Switzerland and played dull for Arsenal, now it's you know he's going to be taking that Arsenal form in. So. I'm just glad he's gone from kicking players to kicking footballs now, so it's good. (laughs) I I used to really hate Granit Xhaka. And then did you guys watch the All or Nothing Arsenal series? Yeah. Yeah, Like, I ended up loving him after that. It's like, oh, he's so nice. He's got a family. Of course he's got a family. Everyone's got a family. But he looks so nice. Kicking people for his family. That's what he does. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a tournament of strikers because I want to mention Jonathan David as well from Canada. Oh, he's my one. I was about to mention that. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. That's the only thing Jack prepared for tonight. <laughs> I was like, Jonathan David, experienced, <laughs> still pretty young, had a lot of games, scores goals. He's Canadian, mate. He's the football, football manager wonder kid that's been forever a wonder kid. I feel like he's been a wonder kid for about twenty years now. 
Yeah. Uh, well, if you're talking Wonder Kids in that team, right? Alfonso Davies, sick. Oh, what gosh. a baller he is. And he's, and he's going to break in hard as well, mate. So he's going to be playing all or nothing. Mate, he's all in and he's going to be giving it large. I think he's he's got to do something. I just want to see him do something. I feel like he's like um, Bale when he was like 17. Yeah, like, electric. Just so much power. Electric, raw, loves it. Brilliant left foot on him. Can play. <laughs> there's, no, there's no one else on the left hand side. Everyone else is on the right. He's just there on his own. Left back, actually, left mid, left forward. <laughs> I actually think Garen Quall. I think he's going to get game time the last two games. I don't think they'll start him against France. I think it's a bit of a baptism of fire, but um, I just I rate him so much. Like I've been watching so much A-League and I'm just like, it feels like he's just come from nowhere. He went from like playing a game to now I'm just frothing. I'm absolutely frothing. <laughs> um, I'm just looking through like a player got to give a shout out, Christian Eriksen from Denmark. Oh, mate. Back from the dead. So good. Plays with a great club as well. Great club, great player. Like, what a story from the Euros. Died, signed a three-year deal. Well, sorry, came back alive. Signed a three-year deal with United after playing for Brentford for six months. Impressive. And he's one of United's best players easily. And now Imagine he's still suffering at United. Imagine yeah. dying and then having to go play at United. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't he suffered enough? <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking put me out of my misery. He'll probably yeah, just true. seek asylum at Qatar and won't want to come back. Yeah, but shout out to him for playing this. He's got to be a player to watch, and I'm not too sure what he's on fantasy if you are playing it. But he's, he's six and a half. He's always unbelievable yeah. at that. At he's going to do. He's going to do. He's going to do things. Surely, isn't he? So yeah, yeah. Shout out to him, and yeah, be interested to see how he goes. Um, <clears throat> Jude Bellingham for me, like he's. As a listen, they might seem a bit more holding, but he might seem more of an eight uh, for England. Um, <clears throat> he's a Rolls Royce, as I say, uh, before we went on, before we went live. Big fan of him. 19 years old. He's absolutely boring. He's got his captain in Dortmund now, I think, as well. Um, done great things in the Champions League this season. And, you know, this could be a great little World Cup for him as well to uh, make an even bigger impact. It's similar to what you said about Foden. Um, and hopefully you can make an impact and, and see, but I'm, I'm presuming he's probably similar. On there is a Q price wise as Ericsson, six and a half, maybe seven. Yeah, I think Ericsson's around that seven, seven and a half. Jude, I think seven. Um, yeah, nice. I was having yeah. a look at the point scoring though for this, and they're going to be giving away points for key passes. So I think Jude could actually yeah, make an, be impact there. an asset that brings yeah. these defensive midfielders into into play. Yeah, he was because he's, he's got everything in there. He can he can defend as well, but he can you know he's great attacking as well. Um, so he'd be you know good little pick in there. Um, and you know, if you're going a bit very, very differential, you know, you could look in the England team. Madison, he's in my he, side. He, might, he might get some minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mate, if, it, if, it, if go on. Oh, I just can't wait to see Trippier. He's been dominating the Premier League now. He's just yeah. going to dominate the World Cup again. Well, he's, on, he's on free. He'll be on free kicks, and uh, yeah, he's getting. Listen, England, they're going to win the World Cup, lads. The, the, Trips is going to lift the World Cup <laughs> <laughs> and then get injured. No, Callum Wilson will troop on the way to the stage and then he'll be out of the season. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, so, obviously, we mentioned 
our little picks in there. So thank you, gents, for uh, coming up with the goods there. I think some good stuff for people to go off. Um, let's play a quick uh, little predictor. Um, I am going to just get off just, now and just to just finish off. Just a comment from um, Cole Bugler. <laughs> yeah, Cole, thanks for joining us and jumping in the comments. Jonathan David, his second favourite player, of course. Um, Next to Brownhill. Next to Brownhill. <laughs> And uh, Chazza, before he went to bed, also said, it's coming home. Now, Chazza <laughs> is in Australia, so hopefully he was, <laughs> was he referring to the Socceroos there. Not really a, a chant for them. But we'll get the predictor mm -hmm. up in a second. Um, Q, is your team sorted for fantasy? Yeah, I've actually, um, I think I'm set. Do you want to uh, do you want to go through your team really off quickly? Yep, and uh, I'm just tossing up whether to use a chip because I'm not sure whether... Pete, you've seen the new chips for the fantasy game, so you can have a 12th man, so you just pick, there's no budget, and you can pick a 12th player to score points, so you can pick anyone. That's, <laughs> That's so random. Your squad. <laughs> so I'm tossing up whether to, to, to play that card or um, there's a captaincy chip where it just picks the highest scoring player for the week, and that's your captain. Yeah, that would be handy in FPL, wouldn't it? Um, I'll just get my side up now. <clears throat> Is there anything you've seen on... Yo, obviously, with these different rules that are in this fantasy one, again, different from Champions League that you've played, different, definitely different from A-League fantasy. What, yeah, how would you, everything's know? different from A-League fantasy. <laughs> how, 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 what would you like to take from this game that you've seen already? Or are you just waiting to try and get through the first couple of match days and see uh, what I'm you're sort of in a position from? where I, I think I don't, I don't know whether I should just wait to see uh, what happens after week one, but I'm tempted to use that um, 12th man chip and get in the likes of maybe like an Mbappe or someone like that that I don't have in my squad. Yeah, sick. Uh, all right, all right. At the moment. You ready? You ready to go? Go on, mate. Yep. Sorry. I am um, just uh, my Wi-Fi is like a potato at the moment, so I'm just trying to. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the moment, um, my team is Martinez in goals. I got, um, is it Marley from uh, Denmark? Go for it. Why not? Mahi, uh, M-A-E-H. Oh, the, Do the Dortmund. Oh, is he it's still Dortmund? Oh, the, 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 Milan, the Milan defender. Mali. Milan, yeah, Milan. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, no. mate. Mali. Australian have no... He had a sick Euros, <laughs> didn't he? He had such a good Euros. Uh, I got Dumfries from uh, Netherlands. Another guy who had amazing Euros. Yeah. Uh, Trippier, Dallo. Wow. Then Zelinski, De Bruyne, Gabi from Spain. Right. And I got I Messi, see. Neymar, Gatpo. And then I've got Matty Ryan, who's just going to get bonus points from saves because he's going to make at least 20 a game. <laughs> and uh, got Sacido from Ecuador, who's is he at the Brighton. Is he exit? Oh, is that Brian? I think it was a no, striker. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got that, uh, is it Dare Raske from um, Uruguay? Uh, Take yeah. your word for it. <laughs> and then I've got uh, Mafias Oliveira from Uruguay as well, that defender oh, I was talking about. Pick. So those two picks, you've backed yourself there and you've put them into your team as well. Mate, on paper, that team's sick. But, yeah, I'm pop, going between Gavi and Jude Bellingham. <laughs> so I'm uh, not sure yet in that last spot. Well, you don't rate Spain, so you might as well put Bellingham in. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't rate I, I rate Spain. I just think that Japan are gonna surprise a few mates. So um shout out to all the Japanese fans that were tuning to the pod. Your reviews about to go up tenfold, mate. That's it. What about um what's that Japanese guy called the 50 year old? 
who's played in four different no, games. No, uh, oh, Endo? King, King Kazu. King oh. Kazu. Has he not King made the team? Kazu. Sorry? Has he not made the team? You know, as soon as he's got a lot of all no, the players in this. No, I think he just missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Is he not coaching? <laughs> he's he's still playing. He's playing like I think third division Japanese football or something. No, he's got he's he already scored. He came on and scored. He'll end up week. in the A League next year. So <laughs> again, he was here years ago. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah, was he? back when he was only forty, I think. <laughs> he came. Before. He played for Sydney FC like wow. in like season one or two. He made like a guest appearance. That's insane. Yeah, and he probably would have been like close to forty at that stage. So yeah, but he hadn't peaked. Still, have you seen the Japan score. squad at all, Jack? Uh, no, mate. Is Inamoto playing? Uh, yes. They got... Um, he is playing. Tommy yeah, he used to play for Arsenal 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, no, because I just saw a name and it's, it looks exactly like that. What about <laughs> Hitoshi Nakata? <sighs> no, there's a player. No, there's Old a school. What a player he um, was. Nakamura a from Nakamura. Celtic. Wow, free kick. Yeah. Yeah, Insane. they got Kubo from... Real Soshi, your dad, who's a decent player. Then they got Minimo Never from Monaco. Never potential, did he? Kubo. Hey, Endo's oh. still playing. Oh, he's only 29. I felt like he was older than that. Oh. There's Anyone a few else? players here that play in um, Bundesliga. So, Yeah, half decent. of this um, list is from either the French League or the Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's no major standouts. Um, all right, so what we'll do, we'll jump on to um, – well, I did a predictor, right? Of course, you know you know what the result was. Tough, <laughs> <laughs> you know I was ruined that straight away. But um, listen, in Group A, and listen, we can go through this and we can change ones around wherever you think. But I put Netherlands first, Ecuador second, Senegal third, and Qatar fourth. I put Senegal third because obviously Mane's out, right? Um, can you see this or not? You can't see yep. this, can you? Yeah, you can. Oh, my screen oh, crashing. That's why. Is it frozen? It looks like it's frozen. Uh, here we go. There we go. I've go already done my bracket as well, Jack, so we can compare after. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good, mate. Well, you can just give your opinions and go along here as well. Uh, Group B, England, top. USA, second. Wales, third. Iran, fourth. Um, I wasn't that harsh in this predictor, uh, as I was uh, brutally honest before. Um, <laughs> Argentina, first in Group C. Poland, second. Mexico, third. And Saudi, fourth. That one's I wasn't too sure. Between yeah, that's the Mexico. same as me. Um, group D, I have to go France first, Denmark second, Tunisia third, Australia oh, fourth. Mate, oh. mate, you're a hater. You're the a shade. hater. Oh, no, I should know better, really. I'm a citizen now, so I should, uh, you know, I should be better there, shouldn't I? <laughs> They'll deport you now. No, no, yes, right, I'm going to ring the government after we get off air. <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, it's not a temporary visa anymore. Citizenship is fine. <laughs> Passport's on its way, mate. <laughs> Um, group E, the Germans in first, I put, uh, and just to throw it up a little bit, Spain in second, Japan in third, and Costa Rica in fourth. I do think yeah. Spain might take a couple of games to get going, that's all. I feel like yeah, I've got Japan in first, Spain in second. <laughs> unreal stuff, unreal. <laughs> um, uh, group, group F, uh, I don't think I did I do this one properly. Yeah, I did do it. Yeah, Croatia first, Belgium Ooh. second, Morocco third, Canada fourth. Um, I've got Canada yet. and Belgium. Bel Belgium then Canada, sorry. Oh, wow. Uh, not even Croatia in there. Modric's another um, senior pro, if we might say so. <laughs> yeah. uh, is he not going to carry the team? 
It's probably because he's not nah, got mate, It's all about Jonathan anymore. David and uh, Alfonso, mate, the Fonz. <laughs> the Fonz. <laughs> uh, in Group G, Brazil first, Switzerland second, Serbia third, Cameroon fourth. And in Group yeah. H, P- Portugal first, Uruguay second, Ghana third, and uh, uh, Korea Republic in fourth. Any any um, objections against any of that, lads? No, no. I'm just the same. Yeah, yeah, I got Switzerland coming second in that group G as well, just because they always yeah. give it out of the group. Yeah, I think it's going to be Mitrovic versus Embolo, whoever has the better tournament, their team will go through. Yeah, nice. Um, into the round of 16, predicted Netherlands versus USA, that turned out to be. Um, so I did go the Netherlands. Do you think that's about right? Do you think they'll they could yeah. do it? Yeah, Netherlands and Wales, and Netherlands winning. Yeah. Fair enough, and then Argentina Denmark should be should be a decent game, but I did go um, Argentina and that one went with Messi. Yeah, you don't it, you don't want to finish second in that group because you end up playing Argentina. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong actually. Yeah, um, I mean France finished second there mm. in that group. Oh, I'll tell you what. Well, if the Aussies get through, they're absolutely doomed, aren't they? <laughs> Surely. Um, yeah, well, if Aussies get through, then Argentina no chance, but. Um, <laughs> it's a good problem to have if they do get through. <laughs> we'll yeah. cross that bridge when we get to it. I don't care if we get beat 8 0. I'll be happy. <laughs> Listen, I just need to put Colm straight here. Uh, a citizen, you are a closet man, safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I can't even come back from that. I need to change the word citizen, don't they? You're not wrong, Colm. So, my apologies. A couple of Hail Marys tonight. Um, <laughs> so, let's have a look. Uh, Germany, Belgium. Uh, I did go as the Germans in there. This is horrendous, this, isn't it? Look at it. Germany, Belgium in this fixture, potentially. And then Brazil and Uruguay in that one. And then the winner yeah. obviously plays in that next round, Germany versus Brazil. But that's it's frightening, that, isn't it? That potential. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. You'd almost argue that in that Spain-Germany group, you're better off finishing second in that group. You get a, a slightly easier pathway. <laughs> yeah. Wonder if there might yeah. be some tanking in the last round. <laughs> God, yeah. Um, in the next one, yeah. So Brazil, Uruguay, Brazil to qualify out of there. England, Ecuador, which is yeah, looks good to me. Um, happy days in there. And France, Poland in the next one. Um, I had France down to win, so England would progress to play against France in that next in that next round in the quarterfinals. Croatia, Spain, uh, and Spain. And they'd play either Portugal or Switzerland, and I put Portugal there. So, yeah, Spain versus Portugal in that one. That'd be a cracking game, wouldn't it? There's going to be some really good games mm. instead of that that quarterfinals. Yeah. I mean, even that last 16, like I said. Yeah, round of 16, quarterfinals. Yeah. This really is going to be tasty all the way through, is it? There's not, not going to be any bad, you know, any really that bad fixtures, really, not to watch. You know, I think that's when we all become definitely the World Cup tragics and watch every single game because they are kind of not to be missed, especially with some of the teams that are on offer and you know what you know some of the last World Cups for a lot. Of some, you know, I'll tell you what, work is going to get some great work out of me for the next four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Spain, Portugal, put Spain in there. Do you think Spain would be uh, the ones in the quarterfinals there to progress or Portugal? I. It's a pretty tough game, actually. Uh, probably Spain. I think it depends what Portugal's doing, whether they're just playing their football of going for draws every week. Um, yeah. 
did you feel like Sp- Spain would just try and pass them to death, wouldn't you? And Portugal trying to counter attack sort of thing. I'm just glad we don't have Spain in our group. I could not deal watching Australia versus Spain again, where Spain just keeps all the <laughs> possession. And we're like, it's not a great little... game to watch, is it? <laughs> no, we're like that little kid in the playground that's getting picked Chase on. Can't do anything about it. It's just not a um, great hype around the World Cup when you're playing against Spain, is it? <laughs> it's like you're never going to get the ball. It's point playing. Um, else, elsewhere in that next one, so I had England, France. Boy, what? You know, to meet them sort of in the quarterfinals, um, it's not a good run for England, as we know, um, potentially. But yeah, England, France. Would you would you be back in England? Obviously, Q, I know you're going France there, aren't you? No, nah, France won't have any. <laughs> well, because England's France one of my second, second favorite sides. I think um, <laughs> France France will be lucky to have a start in eleven by the knockout stage. So I, I'd tip England over that. I think England will be refreshed because they can afford the rest players where. France, I don't think, has that luxury. They are dwindling down down on players now. I even know they've got about 50 starting players. Germany, Brazil. Oh, my goodness. Thoughts? Reve- revenge for the 7-1. <laughs> There's going to be oh, like the like dolls all through the Brazil hexing Germany. It's, it's an outrageous game to have in the quarterfinals. It's a shame that it's so early, but... Hopefully, Q, you're right in terms of Germany aren't the team that they used to be. And that way, yeah, I mean, could be Brazil versus Japan uh, in this game, possibly. Yeah, mate, you're back in Japan big, aren't you? You're going big. It's the greatest tournament in the world where anything can happen. You're not wrong, you're not (laughs) wrong. Um, Argentina, Netherlands. I think Argentina got this, haven't they? I I just feel like Netherlands are bowl jobs. Yeah, does that, that hurt, Peterson, I, or you're right with that? Well, I'm just happy to be part of it this time around. We, <laughs> they weren't there last World Cup, so <laughs> we're here to make some friends and play some football. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, Argentina would, yeah, just too strong. Yeah, too experienced, too strong. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, so out of that, that would mean Argentina, Brazil in this scenario. Argentina, Brazil. Where are you going, lads? Are you going Yardies or are you going the Brazilians? I'm going to go Brazil. Messi, Messi or Neymar? I'm mm. tipping uh, Brazil to win the World Cup. I think Neymar's going to have that tournament where he's going to do everything possible to get this World Cup. So I'm tipping Brazil. These stats yeah. are frightening, aren't they? I'm tipping Brazil Argentina. Oh, the other one. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's going? To, what kind of game do you think that's going to be? Do you think it's going to be like a high-scoring game? Hopefully, Three, one with two. lots of cards because it'd be great <laughs> fun to watch. A lot lots of, of cards and lots of goals. Lots of cards, <laughs> lots of goals. Just we're just sitting here eating the popcorn. <laughs> Ends up five v five on the field with 10, 10 each. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cra- crazy game. Insane. The that real scoring. Just, <laughs> it's just a shame that like that can't be the final. But mm. anyway, it is what no. it is. The real talking point is what uh, hairstyle is going to be the hairstyle for this World Cup. So we've had the front fringe in 2002. <laughs> What's going to be the haircut for this World Cup? Well, what one are you going with? What are you doing? What are you doing with your I don't hair? Know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, I'm actually I'm due for a haircut. So um, surprises on the next pod. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs um, Chaz's mullet. At the World Cup, one of the Aussies needs to have um, a proper mullet. Oh no, I feel like the Welsh have got the bucket hat, and the Aussies should have the mullet. 
everyone at the soccer room is just with a big mullet like Chaz. Yeah. How good would that be? Um, someone put up a screenshot of the in one of my group chats so the Simpsons have predicted the, the World Cup final and it's gonna be um, Mexico versus Portugal. <laughs> oh, oh, don't don't so. likely, is it? Listen, I don't think I put this one. I didn't put England, Spain. Oh, I think I go. did the I think I did the prediction. Let's change that. That's head, that's head over heart. That's why. Oh, he's changed it. Changed the <laughs> live on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you chose Brazil. You're a champion. No way. I didn't change that in a second. There we go. So even the uh, even the computer even your own computer doesn't doesn't <laughs> change over. <laughs> computer says no. All right, so it leaves us <laughs> leaves us with uh, I've gone Brazil. So Peterson, you're outnumbered on that for the grand final, mate. So yeah. the final. Brazil versus England. Australia magically to be re- uh, awarded the third place just because. <laughs> and this is how it ended up. Oh, it's coming home. Uh, oh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, Brazil, England in the final. Listen, if that happens, lads, what do you reckon? Well, I, I had Argentina, England in my final. So yeah, but I think England can go so twice nearly all the way. I'm going to double check actually what my final end up being. I reckon yours is England. Yeah, it's Brazil and England, and I had Brazil. <laughs> all right, so yeah, Brazil. <laughs> but I just feel like England have got a bit of a defence versus what they've got. So see, know. my semi final was England versus Uruguay, Brazil versus Argentina. Feel like you've just gone proper against the green, you haven't you? With all these predictions, I love it. Probably the other Socceroos aren't there randomly. Japan are up there, Uruguay, are up there. Japan, so- where's Japan? Q? I actually, <laughs> see, I actually think Japan are going to outperform all the Asia teams. Um, and uh, who was it, Jamie Carragher? Who was it that um, was pretty much saying that all of Asia are pants and they're all going to finish bottom of the group? So I'm, I'm just going to tweet at him. Just relentlessly. <laughs> just smash him, yeah. Smash the scouser. Um, all right, so that's that touches on the uh, the bracket. Obviously, England are going to win the World Cup, as we've just seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I predicted. Um, get, I'm getting a lot of backup here as well off the boys, so it's definitely going to happen. Uh, but in reality, I think Brazil are looking like the likely ones uh, as, as the favourites. Would that be fair? Yeah. Definitely there was actually not. a betting agency in Australia that was offering 100 to 1 odds for every um, team at the World Cup. You can drop oh. the name of it if you want. If you want to, if you want to but I think they, the um, yeah, they took it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, never mind. Never mind. Um, if you're on that, then uh, yeah, well done. And you're going to reap the rewards, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, listen, I think uh, that brings us uh, to time here. It's where are we now? Five hours before kickoff queue? Is that what your alarm clock set? Uh, yep. No, it's going to be set at 2 a.m. I think I might get out and watch some of the opening ceremony. ceremony. I want to see if um, Speed is uh, the gets the, the official song for the World Cup. Oh, okay. Do you want to give us a uh, line? Do you know that you Speed want... fellow, the YouTube fellow that made that World Cup song? No. Do you want to give us a line or not? <laughs> no, mate. It's it, it's actually Listen, It's tradition song. to sing on the podcast, mate. It's tradition. Mate, it's, it's a horrendous song. But it's actually quite catchy. Is it worth in your voice or not? No, I don't have it in me. <laughs> but I'll um I'll put it in our group chat and you can check it out. It's actually a it's a banger song. It's horrible and good at the same time. So 
I'm sure it'll be a memorable one. Like this World Cup is going to be very excited. Um, listen, we've touched on a little bit of fantasy there, but we did want to make this bit more of a World Cup banter show, uh, have charts and discussion and flesh out, um, you know, where England are going to end up and where the Socceroos are going to end up. Uh, we've already Mate, we could be um, back online after six points from the Socceroos. Listen, if um, <laughs> the Socceroos get six points, I think uh, we'll have a party on on the podcast. At that Mate, point. you won't see me. I'll be I'll be in I'll be at the fan. Park. You'll actually be. You'll actually be, be in the fan park there <laughs> <laughs> with your contraband alcohol. I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what. Sports bar in Sydney that we're at for the FPL oh, yeah. social. I'll be there. Yeah, cheers. I'll yeah, get led into the, the um the nightclub downstairs. So I'll have a Japanese oh. shirt on. <laughs> I, I do wanted to bring up. Uh, let's have a, a quick look at the scores. What we predict, actually, lads. So Qatar and Ecuador kicking us off for the 2022 World Cup. Uh, Peterson, what is your prediction for this first game, mate? Oh, I don't know who's going to win, but all I know is Qatar is going to score a penalty. I put money on it, so eight dollars forty. Eight dollars. They've been getting a ton first. of ton of penalties behind the scenes in um, practice matches, and I'm you know I'm I'm sure the referees will you know maybe have a few incentives <laughs> maybe to to help out the home team. Listen, we're not uh, encouraging any corruption here, but there's definitely no, allegedly. this World Cup. <laughs> Just highlighting it could be this game and this I, team. I think Qatar might actually, Qatar might actually win this game. Like, Can you they, name they've a player been waiting from Qatar? 12 years for this. Can yeah, name we, a player? we heard on another podcast. A thief? A thief? Allegedly. A, a thief? Yeah. I, I a, a, a thief? A, a, a thief. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you're going Qatar? Uh, no, I'll go you? Qatar. Why not? I'm going to or draw. Which one of those two teams is your second? Is one of your second teams? (laughs) Uh, Ecuador will be my second team in the morning (laughs) because I have Sacido in my fantasy side. So I'll be full, um, yeah, hundred percent Ecuador. Yeah, Ecuador. I'll I'll go Ecuador. I think you're being brave there. You're you're praying for goals because it's such an early morning kickoff to to start with. There's no goals. I'm going to be so cranky <laughs> and tired. That will be one. Um, I will just, I'll tell you what, we'll just do these first kind of fixtures. Obviously, England, yeah. Iran. Uh, I'm going to go 4-0 England. And it's, all going to be done, it's all going to be done in the second half. I think the business will be done in the second half. Uh, go, uh, Peterson, we'll go same order again. Yeah, England win. I don't know what the score is, but England, England will win that game. I'll go 2-0. I'll go I'm 3-0 England. Nice. Uh, Senegal, Netherlands, Pearson? Yeah, Netherlands, 3-0. Oof. How I Poland? have 3-1. Will, um, Netherlands will give them a bit of a gimme goal at the end just to make them feel good. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to go 1-0, Netherlands. Uh, United States, Wales. I'm going to go 1-1. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Team USA, 1-0. Team America, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to go two all and Gareth Bale is going to um, score and then do a golf celebration just to rub him in the face of all the people that said he couldn't play golf. (laughs) Argentina, Saudi Arabia. We're going for a 9-1. Cricket score. (laughs) Messi might win the golden boot just from this game. (laughs) Just from this game. Yeah, just from this game. Yeah, I'm going to go 5-0 to Argentina. 
Yeah, let's, let's go five now. Yeah, it's goals galore. Well, I'm excited. I'm ready. Well, listen, lads, I want to say thank you to you both for joining us on the um, on the FPL Addicts podcast. Uh, Peterson, great debut, mate. Pleasure joining you, you guys. Ta- you it was a lot time. of fun. Oh, I've had I've had an absolute blast. Oh, yeah. perfect, mate. Quentin, you had a no, good time coming back on, mate. It's been a while. Nah, it's been good, mate. It's the only thing that got me through work today, knowing that I was going to come <laughs> on here and, uh, and talk football. <laughs> no, that's it. And listen, yeah, thanks again for you both for joining uh, the FBL Addicts podcast for this evening, the World Cup preview show. Um, I had a good time in this. I'm, I'm getting excited for the World Cup now. Can't wait for tomorrow night. Uh, I'm not too sure I'm going to get up for the morning for the for the uh, opening ceremony and the Ecuador <laughs> guitar belter. Uh, the, but I'll definitely be up for the England Iran game midnight kickoff for that one here in Australia on Monday night Tuesday morning. And then we are up up and running, aren't we? We are up and running. It is World Cup time, baby. Four weeks of football, 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 but international football with some of the best players in the world playing the last World Cup as well, which is a it's it's bittersweet, isn't it? It's it's, yeah. it's going to be uh, it's going to be emotional watching some of these players grace uh, the countries for the last time in the World Cup. But thank you everyone for joining us who jumped on in in and out of the and contributing in the comments. Um, if you're looking for a bit more fantasy content, definitely follow Quentin at FPL Amateurs of Oz because he will be doing a lot of content <laughs> for the uh, fantasy. We will be jumping in and out <laughs> with it, but we have got the code. Just wait for this ticker to come past again. If you do want to join the fantasy uh, podcast, um, sorry, the the World Cup fantasy is QFO63SEV, and that is our mini league for uh, the World Cup. So good luck, guys. Um, you know, if you have chosen your fantasy teams, good luck with all them and enjoy the World Cup. It's going to be a belter. Until next time, we'll uh, yeah, we'll see you later. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. See ya. See you later.